Welcome to the Play Piano by Ear podcast. In this episode, oh, this, okay, this is one of my favorite things to talk about. But in this episode, I'm going to be answering the question, how many chords are there? I love this question. It's just very, very, very fun to to talk about. Uh, So the answer is 12. (laughs) There's 12 chords. Um, Now, why is there 12 chords and what does that look like on the piano? And you might be surprised. You might be thinking only 12 chords. Does that mean that once I know these 12 chords, then I'll know how to play any chord chart or any song or any, basically any, any song with chords? The answer is yes, yes, yes. But it also means that once you know these 12 chords, all the other chords that happen are just a variation of these 12 chords. So they take one of these chords and then alter it in some way and call it something fancy like a G7 chord or a C major 7 chord, different things like that. And and we can get into all of the, basically what I call them, all of the weird chords. I'm so excited. I'm going to do an episode on all of the weird chords and it's going to be getting into basically all the other chords that you can do that make these 12 chords (laughs) seem like hundreds of chords. So why are there only 12 chords? Well, if you look at the piano keys, you're going to see groups of black keys and groups of white keys, and you're going to see groups of two of black keys and then groups of three of the black keys, and they go every other. It's like two, three two, three, two, three. And then, and then, uh, down at the left side or the low side of the piano, there's that single black key. And that really is just basically a group of three chopped in half or chopped into thirds. And, and the piano just stops kind of right in the middle of a group of three. So that one down there should really be a group of three. So it should start like three, two, three, two, three, two, three, two, all the way up the piano. And then the piano ends with a group of three of the black keys up there at the top. Now, if we were to take a chunk of these piano keys and we were to include the black keys group of, let's just say a group of two and a group of three right beside each other, those would be unique in and of themselves. And I'll explain what I mean by unique here in a second, but let's just take a chunk of black keys group of two and a chunk of black keys group of three. Those are unique. And then the white keys that surround those groups, uh, the white keys that surround the group of two black keys, we have C, D, and E. And then the white keys that surround the group of three for the black keys, we have F, G, A, and B. Now at this point, if we were to start at C, the white note C, and include all of the white keys and the black keys, and go all the way up to the B that I just mentioned, that's the one that's to the right of the black group of three, and if we were to take this set of piano keys, then we could just uh, duplicate this entire set of piano keys about seven or eight times, however much it is, to create the big piano that we see if that makes sense. Basically, you just take this small chunk of keys and duplicate again and again and again. And that's what I meant by unique that I said earlier that I would explain. Unique just means uh, that 
the keys that we have right here, the group of two and the group of three and all of these white keys in our little picture, you could say, in our little picture, those certain keys only appear once. And then we just take that picture and duplicate it to create the entire big piano that we see. Or another way you could just say it is, it's, we don't have um, like a group of black keys, group of two, black keys, group of three, and then another black keys, group of two. We're just taking a unique set of keys, duplicating them a bunch of times of the piano. And this is where we get all of the different octaves from. So if it's an octave, then uh, it doesn't count. It's not unique because we've already had it before. And one way you can tell that it's an octave is because it's just the same note name, but just higher or lower on the piano. The white key, for example, in between the black key group of two is a D, and that's always a D wherever it is on the piano. So we just take our little chunk of keys. Now, if we were to count these chunk of keys, then we would have five black keys because of the group of two and the group of three, and then we would have seven white keys underneath, C, D, E, F, G, A, B. Five black keys, seven white keys. We add those, those keys up together, and that equals 12. Huh. And remember at the beginning of the episode, I said there were 12 different chords. So why is that? Well, here's why. A chord starts on, you know, said note. You can, you can start a chord on any note, really. And a chord can begin on a white key or a black key. And then a chord is when you play three notes at once. And so if I play a C chord, I'm going to, my C, my C note is going to be the note that I start on. And that's also what I'm going to call the chord, the C chord. Then I'm going to add a couple more notes on top of that one to create my C chord. So basically, however many unique starting notes we have for our chord, that's how many different chords there are. And there's 12 unique starting notes for your chord. And then the next question from here might be, so there's 12 different chords. So what is a chord? <laughs> Woo, that is a good question. So chord, if you want to get really technical, we're going to have a major third and then a minor third. Or you could call it a minor third on built on top of a major third. And this just means that we're going to play a C. So we start at C. And then a major third has, let me think, one, two, three, four, four half steps. And then a minor third has three half steps. And a half step means that you go to the next key right beside it, whether it's white or black. So this means if we are starting on a C, we're going to go up four half steps. So now we're starting on the C. We're going to go to the black key, C sharp. That's one half step. Then we're going to go to the white key D. That's another half step. The black key D sharp. That's half step number three. And then the white key E. That's half step number four. So now we play C and E together. Now from E, we're going to count up three half steps. And if you're actually at a piano, this is great because you can see the different keys that I'm talking about. But we're going to start at E now and go up three half steps. So E does not have a black key to beside it. So we just have to go to F. And then F, we go to F sharp. And then from F sharp, we go to G. Now we know that we're going to play C and E and G all together to make our <clears throat> C major chord. And you might think, wow, that's really complicated. Why would you go through all the work of counting all those half steps when you could literally just look at the piano and say, play a white key, skip a white key, play another white key, skip another white key, and play another white key? Well, 
the reason that we would go through all that work of figuring out the half steps is because if you start your chord on a more difficult note, let's say you want to play the E flat major chord. Well, the key E flat is a black key. And at this point, it's not super intuitive to know how to skip the next note. Like, would you skip just the black keys or would you have white keys in this chord? So this is where the half steps come in really handy if you want to start a chord on a black key. So at E flat, we have, uh, wow, how does this work? <laughs> I'm actually just trying to see the piano in my head. E flat is the black keys group of two, and it's gonna be the, the black key to the right of the group of two. And the notes for our E flat chord, I'll just tell you, it's E flat, the black key E flat, and then the white key G, and then the black key B flat. But this is where the half steps come in super handy because you can just figure, figure out how many half steps you need to go if you're not quite familiar with your chords yet. I will put a plug in in here right now and say, if you're listening to this episode and you're like, whoa, I'm really fascinated with these 12 different chords, but uh, I really don't want to sit there and have to figure out every single chord. <laughs> then head on over to my Instagram page and click on the link in my bio. And right there, you can download your free piano chord PDF. And it is a download of pictures of piano notes. And I just color in the notes for each chord. So for that complicated chord we were talking about, E flat, I think that one is a nice olive green. I color the different chords, like C is purple, G is orange, so apparently E flat, I think, is olive green, and and for that one, I will just color in the different um, white and black keys that make up that chord, and you can just instantly know, huh, well, I just need to play these three notes, and then you can practice your chords and get really, really comfortable and familiar with them. That way, you can just print it right off and have it right there with you as you practice piano. So go get your piano chord PDF. Oh, my Instagram name is Music Minute with Morgan. So just search Music Minute with Morgan and it'll come right up. And uh, so we, we were just talking about the 12 different chords on the piano. And then one other question I would like to address real quick is <clears throat> if those are the 12 chords on the piano, where do the seemingly hundreds of other chords come from? Well, we would just take those three notes from our major chord and alter them just a tiny bit. So, for example, to make any chord, any of those 12 major chords, a minor chord, you would just take the middle note of your chord, whatever chord you're playing, and instead of playing that note as your middle note, you'd play a, a note a half step lower. So our C major chord is C, E, G. But to turn this into C minor, instead of playing E, E is our middle note, we would play E flat. And then we just play all those three notes together, C, E flat, and G. And you can do this for any of the major chords. You can turn any of the major chords minor. So we just went from 12 chords to 24, just with one tiny alteration. Imagine what happens when people come up with all sorts of different alterations. And these, all these, all these other chords are really great chords. I like them a lot. Like the, um, the, the seven chords, there's a whole reason why it's called, um, a seven chord. And then, and then there's the, 
the chords where they add two. So you're, you're adding a second note or another note in there. There are, there are chords that are called minor diminished chords or augmented chords, all sorts of things. And then there's the, the slash chords where it's almost like two different ones combined. But that is kind of getting into another episode that I'm so excited to do. And it's going to be called All the Weird Chords. And in that episode, I'm going to just really dive into all those weird chords and how to take any normal chord and turn it into one of the other ones. So this episode just talks about how many chords there are, those 12 chords on the piano. And you can head on over to my Instagram page, Music Minute with Morgan, download your chord PDF and just start practicing these chords on the piano. Had a fabulous day.